shaking like a crap gang. You look up and you see my niggas coming. You know, like a bitch ass is about to start running. A little conversation. And see if we can fix this little situation. That's probably why you changed your little pager number. I'm gonna call you Bill because you weigh 92.3 pounds. Movie script killer. Quick and still the nigga. Boy, you ought to quit. Your records don't hit. And bitches don't jock your shit. You need to stay down, you cop the clown. And get off of the nuts of the niggas with guts. Because I'm down with the trees. I'm down with death row. I'm down with black tone. And I'm down with the flow. So when we cross paths, and I hope that soon. I'm a boot your motherfucking ass to the moon. You need to quit banging on the false pretense. Because if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. It don't dollars. Yo, this is. So listen, what we talking about diss tracks? This song don't get bring up enough. Cause one of the best bars in the diss track period. E I H T, should I continue? <laughs> yeah, you left out the G cause the G ain't in you. Like Jesus Christ. Um, you know what I'll uh you know what else I think don't get enough motherfucking credit, dog, is um Jada Kiss diss to fifty cent. Like, okay. Like, nigga, that shit was perfect. Nigga said your career was based off a nigga damn near killing you. Uh, like when was it ever cool to shoot and not get? Sh- I mean, get shot and not shot. Like he took everything. Like nigga, what's your fr- what's your second album about? You ain't get shot this time. So what's your second album's about? You keep singing like Jairo. Like everything. Yo, and fifteen was smart enough not to come back. I mean, they came back. He had he dissed them first, but that shit was that piggy bank. Click it deep. He was just he was just mad at everybody else in New York that wouldn't. G unit. Yeah. That's all that shit was. That shit was weak though. Like that was a that was a weak diss record. I mean 50 kind of lost a little momentum after Get Richard Die Trying. He lost a lot of momentum. Cause that second album, it was good, but I mean after you go disgusting. I hated it. I'm finna die. I'm gonna die tonight. That's my shit. Up through the hood, I keep hearing niggas saying I'm supposed to die tonight. That's my shit. All right. That's what's up. <laughs> you know where them niggas at? Take me to them. I, I just like that tough talking shit. I like tough guy rap music still. Who the tough guy rapping right now? Jim Jones and Mano, the Lobby Boys. I don't know. I don't know. Because <laughs> all the niggas, I'm Dirk, uh, G Herbo, they be talking about killing niggas. NBA Youngboy. That nigga, that nigga hard. Yeah. Like you look at them as like, yo, these niggas is tough. <laughs> or that's the type do of music I, they make. That's the type of music they make. Do I feel personally threatened by young niggas with tight pants and big shoes? I mean, not not necessarily, no. Yeah. Who like a, I guess everybody a street rapper now. But like. Dirk, Herbo, uh, G Herbo, uh, who else? I don't know Slim Thug and them Nah I mean it's Doug a of, It's a bunch of Faux 2 It's a bunch of Detroit Street rappers Faux 2 wow. ESTG Okay Yeah that nigga kind of, That nigga is real disagreeable uh, Mozzie Yeah Mozzie I like Mozzie Yeah Mozzie I like Mozzie He a real street dude But he can like rap though You know what I'm saying Like I be wanting like Alright say I stop praying Start hustling Gay Jesus a break It's well over 50k in the safe Niggas know that I'm straight Mm. I stopped praying, start trapping, gave Jesus a break. 
right. <laughs> yeah, I like that shit. Stop putting that that praying to you know, all right, you keep praying, but then go ahead and do something. Yeah. I can't Jesus, can you could you could you please uh could you please uh look out for me this month? Because niggas look at prayers. Niggas look at prayers begging. in the Lord like no, like a genie. Like begging. I'm just gonna you, beg and ask and hopefully No, you gotta have a, a relationship. You gotta you know, just say thank you for waking me up, even when shit just ain't crazy in your life. Like, and people who don't pray like that, like when shit get thick, then they go to praying super duper hard. Like, if he will, he gonna do it, and it, like hoping for a miracle, hoping that the genie come out the lamp. Yeah, and that's just not how shit works. It's not. It's not. Well, every time, oh, I'm gonna play that song at the end of the episode. That's wild though. But it's like, um, every time what? Where is you going with that? See me ride through the city lights, fresh with the fashions, blessed with the passion. The question I'm asking, who's in control? God of the gold, the mighty dollar bill, the green kind of fold. Banks of the churches, Sunday service, or making large withdrawals to cash out your purchase. Purpose, what is it to be a better man, or get the cheddar man, or maybe both of them? It's a lot of rich preachers, do that mean that they hypocrites? He followed Jesus, but do we need them diamonds on his wrist? What if you found out T.D. Jakes was fake? Would you change face, or understand that it's man's mistakes? But you bought a Kelly album after the fact that they didn't caught him on camera sexing with a child. But I guess he's just a singer in the music biz. He ain't supposed to be perfect, but the bishop is. His heart beat the same way that he do. And dear religious leaders, I'm not trying to defend you. Cause wrong is wrong in the eyes of Jehovah. If you dare bear his name, you better be a true soldier. Why every time I'm doing bad, I call on God. God, please, just help me through the situation, please. Soon as I get on, I'm right back, sending from the start. Like that for real. Like whenever the fuck you having a bad time, you call on God. Like yo, please, man, I love you. Just get me out of. Oh, merciful Father, <laughs> the, the Creator of all things. Blah blah blah. Get me out of this jam. And then when shit get good for you, it's like, yo. All right, man. I holler at you next time. Yeah. Um. But it's like, man, do you believe when you ain't in dire straits? You know what I'm saying? Because when you yeah. fucked up, you believe in God like a mug, right? Because you got no other option. Yeah, even like when you, you praying, you hoping that is real. But everything good is like you know, you know what I'm saying. I'll be all right. Got fifty can of stash. No, my nigga, you can't, you can't, you can't give Jesus a break too for too much. You feel me? I 50, get it. Fifty thousand ain't gonna get you much for the lawyer. It's a retainer. You ain't know, that what I'm crazy. You catch a body. That fifty k is gonna be good for a month. You, you know what I was watching last night? Uh, we own the city. Mm-hmm. Motherfucking Wayne Jenkins. And when they was talking to one of the cops, he was like, so you going to do this without an attorney? He was like, $500 an hour? Shit, yeah, I'm going to tell y'all what y'all need to know. At $500 an hour, 50K, <laughs> y'all ain't made it to court yet. Y'all ain't even set in the courtroom yet. Every time I think about your case, you on the clock. <laughs> no, legitimately. Y'all spent two hours thinking about your case today. That's a thousand dollars, my nigga. Or t- Are they going to tell you they spent two hours working on it? Yeah, in my brain. I was thinking about it. What can I do? What kind of angle I want to take? That was two hours at five hundred dollars an hour. It's a thousand dollars today, my nigga. Oh, <laughs> I get you forty hour a forty hour work week. They go your fifty beds, like nigga. Ain't even stepped in the court. Yeah, ain't even stepped in the court. Hold on. Yeah, let's do the math. Times forty. It's twenty. <laughs> twenty. Five days. So in a month, 
You only work. I don't have a month. We get, we better go to trial like in quick. Month, in a month, I work five days a week. That's 20 days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's it. Your pre-trial, all the paperwork I got to file, discovery. I can't, aff- I can't afford Jeffrey Viger. No. Motherfucker <laughs> threatened me with Jeffrey Viger yesterday. I'm like, all right, go ahead. At work? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right. Do your thing. I mean, it, there's nothing. <laughs> I'm not afraid of Jeffrey Fight. I'm not afraid of no man. But I'm definitely not like, all right. You got the same law book I got. I don't or, care. Well, how about I don't care? I work for a corporation. They got a team of lawyers. I said Figer even. T- or guess what? Sue me. You're not going to get nothing. <laughs> I mean, I'm not giving it to you. So I was, I was wondering. When you when motherfuckers get sued for like these big amounts, nine hundred fifty million, that's a billion dollars. Like let's 100%. just call it just call it what it is. They sue a nigga like who was my man that was doing all the Sandy Hook shit? He got sued for like nine fifty nine hundred and sixty five million dollars. That motherfucker second lawsuit. That motherfucker he doesn't before. he doesn't have that money. He don't have a billion dollars. You're never going to see that money. Does that like the family of Ron Goldman and, and Nicole Brown Simpson have never got paid from OJ? That was in 1995, my nigga. So does that like diminish or the integrity of the lawsuit? Here's the thing. Because so, you're never going to get that money. So the game got sued by a girl who was on his show. She said she sex, he, select, he sexually assaulted her because he grabbed her ass. He was in Amsterdam and missed the court date and they put the default judgment in on him. And this was seven years ago. He was like, I'm never paying that bitch no money. She didn't went to court a million times. She didn't got... She owned his last album, all the royalties, but none of that shit is in his name. That shit is in whack name. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can do all this shit. I'm never giving you this money. I'm just not doing it. I will take everything out of my name. I don't have it. Sorry. You can't put me in jail for it. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing criminal that went down. It's all, so all civil. You can garnish wages. Well, ain't no wages coming in. Nigga. I'm a, I don't have a job, per se. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you can't. Where's it gonna come from? You can you all right, boom. You got the business account for Rolex Records or whatever the fuck <laughs> records. You know, well he had like bum nigga. I'm never paying you this money. One, I didn't do it. Two, I'm never paying you this money. Cause it made me look bad too. You said I I did I did what? Hell fuck no. I'm never I'm never paying you this money. I don't give a fuck. And a nigga like me? Shit. Please. I just don't that like when you sue motherfuckers for big amounts like that, like you can't never expect to see a dime of that shit. It's just it's just like, irresponsible. Like Alex Jones is sitting on nine hundred and sixty five million dollars. Like if you don't get the fuck out of here. It's just it, no. It's just no. Yeah. No. Let's let's start the show because I got another yeah, fucking let's start no. the show though. All right, man. This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over Westside, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for Westside niggas. Nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep your hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money. Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist. 
a.k.a. the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? It's your man, Dame. Three underscores, three one three. The West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador. Your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. It's the Honorable Judge Boss Dame. All rise in this bitch. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 339. On you hoes. On your hoes? Yeah. I'm on your hoes? I'm fairly sure it's uh, 339. Okay. Yeah, last one was uh, 338. That comes out of 338. You feel me? Yeah, I guess uh, it would. What's up, man? Welcome back. What's up, niggas? Uh, <laughs> Ding. First one. <laughs> Hold on, where my bell at? The bell is right behind you. I, I moved it the other week. It's oh. right over there. <laughs> First one. Every time I say... <laughs> This one thing for every time I say nigga, the one thing it don't count. When I, I do when count. I say nigga to say when you quoting a nigga, you can't say <laughs> nigga, nigga, nigga. Say that. <laughs> all right, I'm all right. I'm fucking with y'all. I'm fucking with y'all. Anyway, uh, how was your week, my brother? Man, week was good. I went to the uh, Pistons opener. Mm. They look good. Man. Home opener. They look good. That's one win, but because they look <laughs> trash in preseason. You know? They did. They did look a little trashy in the preseason. But Jaden Ivy, Jalen Duran, they was balling. Um, they was balling. They young though. Like? They young. Everybody young. Now my piss like Jalen Duran is like eighteen or nineteen. The whole league young. My Pistons just a young ass team, man. They got and Killian Killian Hayes need to. He might need to get a, get the hell up out of Detroit. He's not like a really great second option at point guard. We need a vet. We need a vet. Like who? The whole team, the whole league, young. Who the vet? I don't know, man. You who going who gonna replace his stats and or do more? I don't know. I don't know. May have to trade him. I know, but if you trade him, somebody got to have the same or more. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you get. I can't really keep up with a lot of these young niggas no more because it's not built for you like that. Nah, my, my old dude always told me, he's like, man, once you start getting older than them players, you ain't going to care no more. Yeah. And he was right. The only, and the players that we really fuck with, they are age. We're yeah, they are. years old. younger. <laughs> like, they from our, we, we could have went to high school. Though, we're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we was in high school around the same time. Like, you, cause you can be like, all right, I can relate. Nah. Nigga, when my, when my son was born, it was on a Monday. When my oldest was born, I was holding my baby watching Carmelo Anthony in a Syracuse Orange cut down the nets. And then him and Brian got drafted the same same year. So, like, that's how I kind of equate shit. Like, nigga, I was having kids when these niggas was winning college titles. And now your son could play in the NBA. He's in, co- he's in his second year of college. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> shit is wild. 
crazy as fuck. Yeah. Uh, how was the game, though? Game was good. The atmosphere is crazy. Yeah, I haven't been down to a Pistons game since they've been at the new arena. I did okay. look at tickets for that game, and uh, which was very, very reasonable. Yeah. Um, you know what wasn't reasonable? Parking. It's like 40 to $45 to park around the hot and ready. So when I went to see Kendrick at um at Little Caesars, I parked at the Masonic Temple and just walked over. I parked on the street for free. <laughs> it's a foreign walk. Like I literally just I didn't realize how fucking close it was. Yeah, because you can just park once you hit the freeway, it's just right across the street. It's on the same side of the street. Like you walk up, you literally you go to the that now that corner, I'm thinking where the where the Masonic is. Once you go to the corner and turn, you it's right, you're right it's there, right there, and it's a door right there. Like I legitimately just parked in the Masonic Temple and uh, walked in. I will do that next time. Yeah, and uh, the Masonic Temple. I don't know, yo. Every time I went down there last, I went to Mary J down there, and I went to that Kendrick. Like it was somebody performing at the Masonic Temple, line wrapped around the block, not a black person in sight. I'm like, who the fuck is here? <laughs> like, it, you know, they do this. They do this nice ass event at the Masonic. This uh, music by candlelight event. I've been there. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it'd be shit like that. No, these was not candlelight niggas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. These were skateboard. Uh, what you? What's some vans on? And like, it was wild both times. Okay. I've seen like. Every ethnicity except black people was there. I'm wow, like, I wonder what, now I'm curious what was going like, on. What is going on here? But uh I still parked over there and shit on the street. I don't give a fuck. It worked. Oh uh, yeah, I gotta go to the I wanna you know I've never sat courtside at a game. You should do it. So I wanna go sit like feet on the floor, uh courtside. So I'm gonna wait till the Pistons play the worst team in the NBA. <laughs> maybe I can get like a eight hundred dollar ticket or something. Okay. What's the max you pay for that ticket? Eight hundred dollars. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> like, got no, like I thought I don't know, man. Everybody that was like everybody that was somebody important in Detroit was kinda at the game. They did like a little tribute to Hutch when they put on the ice cam. I saw that. Uh Cash Dot was there. I be tell I tell you what though, they really the big shine, the the Pistons ambassador and this new crop. The games be lit. Yeah, they do. All the young niggas be out the game. All the Detroit they got like stripper booths at the game. It's like right behind the baskets, but they they like the strip club booths. Yeah. I would like to go to a Pistons game and get a booth. I think we mentioned this before on one of the pods, but I think they do a good job with the the that ambassadorship. All the basketball players are roughly the same age as the young popping people in the city. So you're growing with the stars and your community is growing with them. I think they're, re- they're doing a really good job and people still go to games. People are going to games because it's a yeah. thing to go to the, to the Pistons game. Nigga, it was electric in that bitch. Cash Dial was there looking amazing. Calvin Johnson was in the building. Uh, I saw white boy Rick down there. Just, just a lot of Detroit dignitaries, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if dignitary is the right word. Just a lot of Detroit niggas. It's just funny how the conversation around some people change and what people say when people are away and then when they come home and everything is completely different. What you mean? It used to be white boy Rick Slander all the time. Oh, he was this, he was that, and he came home. It was the dreaded S word. And it came home to love. And not saying he should not have come home, but it's just funny how, you know, I would, and then I would, would you? I think I, I think that's twofold. The movie about his life, I think, softened. 
I didn't watch it. The image a little bit. That nigga was a kid. Yeah. Like, he legitimately was a kid. So I don't know what kind of rules you want to put on, like, a 14-year-old uh, to follow something. Like, he's a, he's legitimately a child. And, and I think that more of the truth, that whole Kingpin story that they sold for so many years, you know, I think people saw a little bit more of the truth, and that wasn't just really the case. So, yeah. Like when uh, my man came home from Harlem and how everybody talked about, you know, what they would do in this. And he came home living a, a de- decent life. And he, when his life got took, it had nothing to do with. <laughs> because Autumn, Autumn Beast is what, 30, 40 years old? Like niggas don't care no more. Not only that is the beef wasn't never with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Kids are like, oh, I'm, we, we don't, we'll do this to the. You about to catch a body for another? Like what? That don't even make sense. It's, it, it don't make sense at all. So you know what 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 type of rabbit hole I done fell down? These switches, these young niggas putting on these pistols. Mm. Turn these bitches into automatics. Yeah, that's not ideal. I, I'm not saying I want to do it. Yeah. But I've been down that rabbit hole most of the week. I mean, you know, I'm I'm always down that rabbit hole because I follow a bunch of gun pages and YouTube channels who who do all that. Yo, once you hit pull that trigger, nigga, them bullets is gone within like three seconds. Yeah, That's, sixteen shots, three seconds. Like so, even with a fifty round drum, like fam, if you trying to like to like fight somebody, like you in a like you you out of bullets so quick, then it's a wrap. So you shoot for three seconds, and now whoever is you shooting at is going to kill you. If they did, if they not dead, niggas don't act like, like in three seconds, like. So this shit was the the initial rabbit hole was like the most dangerous hoods in America, mm-hmm. which took me to like L.A., Detroit, Chicago, and showing the niggas putting putting the uh the switch on the shit. That shit look cool. I guess it sound cool. I think it's a group idea. If like it's four of us and we all got them, and it's. Just y'all, we can probably take y'all out. Group but, economics. But no, still. Like, that's a very small grouping really quickly. Just, and you don't even got... Like, I, I don't want to stand up against it. That's all I'm going to say. I get it. I mean, I don't want nobody shooting. I don't want to stand up against it. But if I had to choose, I would, I would, I would, I would rather you have that and you be out of ammo within five seconds and then I can kill you. Versus you having twenty three shots and you can put them bit da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I understand in theory. I get it in theory. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. That's why the U.S. military only time they do that shit is that they doing some suppression fire, right? A bunch of them will do that so they can run to the next spot. They use three round bursts because that's more effective or a single shot. That anyway, it don't fucking matter. That's that's uh, just my opinion. Yeah. Who do I know? What do I know? Uh, a lot, but whatever. Whatever. Man, you see the one? This is one video that was floating around. A dude was at the range. He let off a clip. It didn't hit nothing on the target. Yeah, I seen that. That's how niggas be shooting. Go ahead, because if somebody was literally standing in front of him, fifteen feet away, he let the whole thing off and didn't hit the paper not one time. The range can be an intimidating place. That's unfortunate. It, for certain people, it can be. That's what's so crazy is the best that you're ever going to shoot is inside of the range. And if the best that you're ever going to shoot is you didn't hit that paper one time, whew. complete concentration. Can you imagine? 
so I don't want to. I don't know. So it just be different if you when there's another person there. You do because they're not standing still. <laughs> like the he's waiting, waiting to get shot <laughs> in the midsection. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> Especially if you've ever, if you know, but that range can be intimidating when you first get there. Like until your ears and your body get like a chance to adjust to where you at. Like when you hear them, when you hear them shots start popping out, you might you might jump a little bit. One hundred percent, that's fine. Your body got reflex. Yeah, you know you could be like, I ain't jumping by nobody's house, but nigga, your body too lax. I need my body to work. The the fight or flight <laughs> that shit need to kick in. You say you say you're not gonna jump till it's a nigga two lanes over with an AR letting that bitch loose. <laughs> you like yo, I love going to the range and then niggas look back like, what do you got? Fuck is he shooting? Yeah, yeah, nigga, it, it's like that. <laughs> you did say the N word. I didn't catch it. Yeah, it, it, it's like that. You feel me? I got you. Uh, I love guns though. I'll be honest. I love them. Love shooting them. Love building them. Love looking at them. I love it all. Was that something that your pop shared with you or you just picked it up on your own? Uh, a little bit of both. He showed definitely uh, he got us into shooting early at a young age. Um, 12 gauge, uh, a little 22 rifle, a, little, a 22 pistol that his father gave him, revolver. Uh, I'm actually, matter of fact, I remember when my father bought his 12 gauge from Kmart on Plymouth and Southfield at the time. Just walked in there. Yeah. Just took it straight to the register. Yeah. I mean, it's at 18. You can do that now for the for the most part uh, with a shotgun. They'll still run your stuff, but you can leave out with a shotgun. You can't necessarily do that with a handgun. Uh, but with a shotgun, you don't need a permit. You just got to be 18 or over. Um, but as far as building... Um, who got me in the building? Yo, it was Ron actually. Okay. Uh, from the cat. Yeah, shout you out to the homie Ron. He started telling me about that. He, you know, he was loading his own rounds and everything. I still ain't gotten to that because it's it's a lot of stuff that can go that go on with that. But he got me in the building, and then um, I showed my dad, and then I got him into it. And me and him, we built. I built my AR, and then we built his first one together, and then he built one. Then I got toned into it. Okay. <laughs> uh, then he started building them joints. And then, like, the building shit is just different. Like, you you fully understand and you're going to fully appreciate how the gun works, the dangerousness of it, how everything works. You can definitely understand what people be saying on the news and how it's just not real. It's not true. Like, you're not spitting 1,000 rounds in one set. Like, all this crazy shit that, like, it don't work that way. Right. Um. But uh, it's a different experience. And I, I, I really do think just how, you know, they claim or this how sex education helps with sex and misconceptions and can keep people out of trouble and just inform them. I think gun education and gun safety uh, should be damn near mandated. I mean, okay. it's more guns in this, this world. I mean, in this country than people. Um, and it's been a part of this society forever. Where should they teach you that? I think that, because that's going to be the next beef. Where are they going to teach you that? Not in schools. Um, I think that each person should have the school should give them a voucher of some sort. So before you leave high school, you should know certain things, but you will go to a range or a, a, a third party business. So the 
the school isn't teaching you per se, um, but you go to like a f- official business. Just like I think that the city of Detroit specifically um, should pay for people. I think they should have a staff of dog trainers and you should be able to bring your dog and go through basic um, obedience school in the city of Detroit. For the okay. number of stray dogs that we have, the number of um, dog bites and attacks that we have, I think it'll be beneficial for the city to just do that. It doesn't take that long. Everybody don't have to go at the same time. But like if I pay four different people, unknown caller. If I pay, if I got four different people on staff, five different people on staff to do this four time, that $200,000 I was spending a year is probably less money than the city would pay out um, for dog attacks, ambulances, the whole nine yards. Like just getting basic obedience and understanding for your, for your animals that we all have. We, I mean, everybody got a fucking dog. Pits be, everybody want to breed pits because they think they about to get rich. Which you should not be breeding dogs, by the way. Um, everybody want to like. It's, it's I want to charge four thousand dollars a puppy. Man, you don't even have a place to put all these puppies. No, nah, that's what I'm saying. That's that's just niggas just see it as another way to get money. Cane corsos is hot. They expensive. Frenchies expensive. Nigga, I just get two of them. Yeah, you can't even you can't even make Frenchies like regular people. Like, that's not even a. A regular thing you feel me that's what that's not a regular that's a, that's not even a regular thing but you you take like a cane corso or something like that but that's a giant fucking dog yeah and you got to understand what you're doing when you're breeding that dog for their temperament for they for the health issues because that dog gonna get big really really quickly and if you don't socialize that dog with other animals or other people it's gonna hurt somebody and or you like that's not your you can't have that dog as your first dog that's an experience that's like people say What's a beginner plant? You can't just start off with this. Exotic <laughs> start growing plant. weed. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, it it you will you will somebody's gonna get hurt if you got a dog that you cannot handle. And it's a it's a very it's very it's not difficult. I wonder if there is a place where the city has like some free classes. I feel like that's something that's probably going on in Detroit. I haven't read across it yet. Um, I do know a bunch of. Um, uh, shout out to K9 Safety Consultants, Motor City K9. They like the number one and number two, right? Uh, every year in the Detroit Free Press, the whole nine. But yo, they charge for their services. <laughs> yeah, they do. But the city of insert city here should be reaching out to them and say, hey, the trainers that y'all got, can you train us to train yeah. other trainers? Like, cause they don't want bad dogs. Like, there's no bad dogs, only bad owners. Or uninformed owners. If you don't know what you're doing is wrong, then you're gonna keep doing it. Or 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 know how to change the behavior. Yeah. Do you feed your dog like raw food? Um, I do not. Okay. I don't feed him human food yet. And but when he, dogs didn't used to get human diseases until we started feeding them niggas human food. Now your dog's got cancer and shit like that. Like this is wild because our food is quite literally poison and. Our stomachs and our dog's stomach is not the same. So there are def- there are definitely foods that dogs can eat to keep them high in protein and this and that. But when you start changing their diet, it does do something to them too. Yeah, so I see it a lot on like online where like niggas got cane corsos, pit bulls on that raw food diet to help yeah. like get them get them big and maintain their size. Yeah, you just gotta know what you're doing. 
I want a cane corso. Only reason I don't have a cane, one of the reasons I don't have a cane corso is uh, I don't want to deal with the slob. They slob a lot. Okay. Um, I don't want to. Umar don't, you know, German Shepherd's not real big on the slob. Now, when he drink his water, he make it a little sloppy sometimes. But he shed, though. 100%. <laughs> that nigga shed like a motherfucker. That is a fact. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, luckily, I like sweeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, I, I can't talk on the phone without sweeping. It's just, I, I literally, I enjoy sweeping a lot. Before the dog, like, that just calms me, it soothes me, whatever. So, I'm on the phone, I'm probably walking around sweeping, and then I got the, you know, the robo-vac. Yeah. It go on 8 o'clock in the morning. It got, I got a timer, so it go on, do its thing, or whatever. But, like, yo, it's a lot of hair. I'd imagine so. Yeah. And even when you don't see it, it's still there. Because you, ah, you sweep, you be like, yo, where does power come from? It doesn't look like nothing on the floor, but it's still there. So... Okay. Yeah. Hair be getting weird places and shit, like underneath the, the refrigerator and shit. You should make that part of your uh part of your platform when you run for city council. What city? I don't know. I think I could I mean in the in the township that I that I uh live in currently. You probably could win. I'm fairly sure. I'm popping. More than any, anybody who lived there. <laughs> popping for good reasons though. Yeah. You know oh, okay. What I'm I think I could. You key. you probably could win. My old barber wanted delegate seat in, in uh Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Now a nigga don't cut hair no more. He's he feel like he a full time politician. Man, I still be I be conducting business on the on the Bluetooth cutting hair. No, you tell them to get that trash up. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get this done. Uh all right, in any event. Uh what's it's been a lot going on this week. All right. Let's talk on. about it. I'm ready. Uh Yo, I saw I saw um, uh, an article about the mother of George Floyd's daughter suing Kanye West for two hundred and fifty million dollars. Yep, I respectfully want her to get the fuck out of here. Why your ass need two hundred and fifty million dollars? Explain it to me. Somebody make logical sense of why you feel you have been wronged. For the tune of $250 million. After Kanye West gave your daughter $2 million and paid for the funeral. Gave her $2 million on the college fund. We forgot about that, by the way. Because um, niggas is never satisfied. I gave, your, I gave you $2 million. Did you use it for your daughter's college fund? I don't fucking know. But why you think I need to get you $250 million? Why we think that if somebody offends us, rightfully or wrong... That you deserve money for it. So what do you? <laughs> I I don't. <laughs> what do you? Do, what do you get for it? If you if you that's 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 the thing now. My inconvenience, my hurt feelings. There's a price tag for that. I, we talked about this months ago. I just don't agree. I don't agree with it either because I don't. This two hundred fifty million take back whatever. He said that, I don't know, sent you to that place. And, like, how do you quantify that? You know what? By you suing me for $250 million, that hurt my feelings. I'm offended. I should sue you for three hundred. Because So, so we was talking about this before the before we, we came live with the shit. Like, when you sue for that much money, like, you know there's no way in fuck you're going you gonna to see $250 million. There's just no way in fuck 
you're going to see that money. Like, why? You're just trying why? to settle out of court. But a nigga like me, I'm petty. I mean, some niggas don't want to settle out of court. I'm not settling. It's a lot of shit that, you know, we get on here. I get on here. We talk, I talk about logic and common sense and all this shit. Hey, you know, but sometimes a nigga like myself would be a little bit petty. And I will not go the logical route. I will go the fuck you route. It is what it is. Especially if I know you ain't got the money to go bar, you know, to spar in the ring with me. Like, you don't have the resources at lawyers that Kanye do. Like, like lady, just let it, let it go. Why you think your offense is worth 250? You ain't ever made, you ain't made $250 million. Every dollar you ever made in your entire life added up, you ain't made 250. Because of my inconvenience, I should be set for life and my children's children How about should this? be set for life. If I gave you every dollar that you ever made <laughs> into your life up to right now and tripled it, it'll be $3 million tops, young lady. That's a stretch. That even might be a stretch. And if I tripled it, yeah, but that statement $250 million? But you don't get the fuck out of here because your feelings hurt. I don't agree with that shit. I just, I think when you start suing like that, I, I said, number one, it kind of, it hurts the integrity of the lawsuit. Like, cause then it's like a joke. It's if, a joke number. And if now a whole jury and a whole judge got to be taken off more important shit to deal with this shit. You should not be able to sue because your feelings are hurt. Now, if you can prove that someone said something to you, and damage your credibility as a businessman, and because of this, it what, has what impacted that, my th- sales. Those are different charges. Facts. Those are different charges. Liable and slander and shit like yeah. that. But like, yo, I ain't like what you said, and I ain't agree with it, so $250 million. Like, get the fuck out of here, dog. And I, mean, look, I looked at the comments, hell yeah, show that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show you right. <laughs> About time, that'll teach him. Teach me what? Teach me what? What lesson did I learn? Because I'm not giving you shit. So what lesson did I learn? First and foremost, I got billions. Okay? Like legitimately billions. And that's and that's why she asked for $250 Because mm. I know you got it. My neck, my back. I want $150,000. <laughs> but we can sell out of court for $20. Because she know you got it. And that's why. That's why she's suing for that number. Yo, niggas don't want to work. <laughs> Dang, motherfucker! <laughs> no matter what, the limps, <coughs> the limps people go to to not work, fam. You might as well went to work. <laughs> like the, the limps that I see on, oh, just not the world. I'm talking about just on the crime in the D Instagram page, right? The limps that people go through, the danger that they put themselves through just <laughs> not to get a job. Fam, go to work, dog. Like, one, you're not making that much money. I promise you're not making that much money. You know what I'm saying? And then when you make it, you blow it. You know what I'm saying? But I promise you that you're not making $50,000 a year profit. I promise you. You breaking in the houses <laughs> and shit. Like, what you... You breaking in the houses in the in, in the poor city, by the way. Like you didn't go to West Bloomfield and break in houses. And you one bad night away from the morgue. From the fucking morgue. You about to like oh my God. Like, it's not like go get like fam, go get some health insurance. Get your teeth fixed. Like, I get it. When we think about jobs, your nigga they don't pay me enough, but they give you benefits. Because when you start adding up that shit. Yo, it's a lot of fucking Benefits money. Benefits is a lot of fucking money. 
And guess what? I'm going to use all of mine every single benefit year. I want to see the eye doctor. I want to see the dentist. <laughs> I want to see my, my primary care. I'm check, using them benefits. Check the bill after you had a baby when you was at work. Nigga. Talking about they only pay me $15 an hour. Nigga, how much was that baby? <laughs> Nigga. I remember when I got the bill for my oldest son and like HR had like added him. There's, there's like a redemption period, like 30 day, thirty or 31 days I got to add him on to my insurance. And HR kind of like drugged their feet. They We were still within the, the time frame, but like it missed the billing coming in. And nigga, I got a $17,000 bill for this eight pound baby. What the fuck? I'm, how the fuck I'm supposed to pay that? Huh? Huh? <laughs> in 30 days for going <laughs> your credit report. How the fuck am I supposed to pay that shit? And you know that shit costs more than 17,000 20 years. That ago. was just my portion. <laughs> that was just my portion. Yo, like yo, that shit co- that all that shit costs a lot. And as the father, if I don't pay for that shit, if I don't put that shit on my insurance, nigga they coming after me for that shit in cash and child support court. And to add to that, when you got a job with benefits, guess what? You got life insurance. Now, is it a million dollars? No. Nah. But it's up to your whatever. It's up to your salary, and you can pay extra for more. Yeah. So if something happened to your dumb ass, well, at least your family not scraping together funds. Uh, and not doing the fish frying car washes to put your ass in the dirt. You know what I'm saying? If you provide them with the information to get it. Cause that's always a thing. Yeah. Uh, I think we talked about this a couple years ago. It was like, um, it's not that some of the people who passed away didn't have money. So the drug dealer nigga who family is putting the fish fries together, they don't know where his money at. He got it. Yeah. It's <laughs> they out don't there. know where it's at though. And if you a single person, who going to know who the information, who got the information? Nobody. Cause you never expect certain shit to happen till it happens. You expect at 27 that you was going to die. So maybe, you know, I remember, uh, like, so in order to put somebody down as a beneficiary, you got to inform them, get their social security number, get all that information. Cause after you pass, they got to call in and say, Hey, I'm such and such. They have to know. It's a oh. process. Uh, one of the young paperwork was like, I'm going to do it. It's going to be a surprise. It's not going to be a surprise. No one's ever going to get this money because your mom does not know to call your job and ask if she, like, no. Cause that's your mom. You Tell will probably that you're you're leaving her one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in the case of your her demise, and this is the number she has to call if something happens to you. Like that's because your job not gonna reach out to your beneficiary and say, "Hey, we got this money for you." Yeah, and your 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 direct job don't know what your elections and stuff like that. Maybe HR knows, but like your boss don't know. Nobody's reaching out. <laughs> Nobody is reaching out. It's not a thing. They might call. They might call that dead person's phone. Like, hey, Jamel ain't been here in three days. Anybody heard from? Oh yeah, he did to the motherfucker. So if you don't respond in three days, they gonna send you a certified letter saying you abandoned your job. Unless you got friends at the gig, yo, they don't know that you did, my nigga. <laughs> they thought you just quit. No call, no show. Yeah, so they not calling your family to say, hey. So think about this. Everybody who quit their job and don't say nothing, you think they call their family and be like, yo, I think your son dead. This is the number to get your uh, get your 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 benefit money. No. No. It's just out there in limbo. Long story short, y'all go a long ways to not go to work. And it's just go to work. You ain't got to pick the most difficult job in the world. <laughs> You feel me? Because you but, can but pick then, the job. But then, but then it'd be niggas' egos. I don't want nobody seeing me 
frying chicken up here at churches. Man, listen. I don't want nobody seeing me bringing shoes out the back at fucking DSW. So the the Chick Fil A that opened up on Twelve Miles and uh, Telegraph, black man owned that bitch. Yep. And guess where I'll be at if I own that Chick Fil A? In that Chick Fil A line, flipping fucking chicken sandwiches. I don't give a fuck who see me. But you if said, I, but you I, said the operative word. If I owned it, even if I'm so. Let's just Niggas say, not owning They not owning it So I don't want to be seen up in this bitch Working like one of these kids uh, It don't take that much money to buy into a rallies franchise It literally don't Y'all could have did that shit with the PPP money It don't take much No rallies, steak and shake Subway They all kind of they, 7-Eleven They all fairly fairly inexpensive to, to get one franchise Let's just say alright They gonna pay you $48,000 a year to run insert McDonald's here. That's a good living in the city of Detroit. Yeah. Because I know what the median income is. <laughs> That's more than double than that. About 20, yeah, about 20 you know, grand less. Uh, half less, 25 less. So let's say you and your girl both got jobs and y'all both, one make 40 a year, the other make 48. That's $88,000 that come into your home, um, a year. My nigga, y'all not you not you and your homegirl not making that hustling off the EBTs. You just not. Is it just get just go to work, my nigga? <laughs> nah, my nigga. And then then now you a ham because your girl helping you pay bills. Your girl using her money to help you, nigga. You a ham. What's so wild is I be like, yo, we ain't this ain't right. We work five days a week just to get two days off. Let's just take it back. I'm mean, this is an extreme example, but prior to. This civilized society. My nigga, you worked every single day. And if you didn't work, you didn't eat. Period. When it wasn't a running refrigerator and water, like everybody had a job to do in order for you to eat at the feast. You got a job to do. Maybe you the nigga that, that washed the peas or started. The, everybody got something to do. There's, there's no point there. There is no situation where in life I don't do anything. I just reap benefits. That's not, that's the, it's not reality. It's not, it's reality. not reality. It's not reality for 98% of people. It's just, it's just not a thing. I know you don't want to contribute to society, but you want to eat off society. That's not a thing though. But this is my job. Chasing niggas down in court. That's a full-time job. It's a full-time job not to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a full-time job. Chasing niggas down in court. And I saw a video today. Remember when old girl sued that nigga out in Flint for a date gone bad? Yeah. Ten racks? You know what? So the job, me being a lawyer, taking frivolous lawsuits that I know you're going to lose, but you pay me anyway. I represented you. I got my fucking money. I know your dumb ass was going to lose, but I take the case. Fuck it. You're going to pay me $10,000. You're going to pay me $6,000 for a $10,000 claim. You're not going to win this shit, but my fee is my fee no matter what. Shit, but how the lawyer gonna get his money? Clearly, up. they broke. No, you pay up front, my nigga. Oh, well, <laughs> this ain't no. You pay a you 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 typically pay a retainer. I ain't got to pay the full balance right now. Depends Shit, on who you are, nigga? You ain't Tariq St. Patrick lawyer, nigga. I'm saying it depends on who you are and what the case is. I don't I don't know. Everybody don't do credit like that. I'm just hey, this gonna be four thousand dollars. I can set up a payment plan where. Within the next two months, you got to get my money. But I'm not about to do all this work. And then you don't pay. You give me $500 up front. And then I got to chase you down for six years. 
Fuck that. I want my money up front. Everybody you don't. You're going to try and get this 3500 in blood, my nigga. That's why I don't. Some people won't take no case like that. I deal with customers who can give me $5,000 up front. Yeah. Like, I'm not taking all these weak. But hey, if you want to pay it, pay it. I sent you a video. I sent the. I think I sent this shit to the group. Um, the Candace Owen shit. Mm-mm. That too. We're gonna talk about that because okay. that's the reason why old girl trying to sue for two hundred fifty million dollars. Fucking stupid. Um, but niggas go. So I sent the video. I think I sent it to to the Royal Roma joint, either on Instagram or whatever. But twenty three year old dude went to some sort of a store. They ain't have his the right. Cigar, cigarellos, or some shit. He arguing with the girl behind the counter, called her a bitch, or some shit like that. Firefighter, no, um, gets in. He didn't like that he called a girl a, a b word or had words with her. They got into a physical altercation. They get into a physical altercation. The firefighter, he like I don't know, forty years old or something. The young dude, he's twenty three, and the firefighter is getting the best of. Hey man, yeah. In the video, it looks like he's you, manhandling. You look at the whole video. Dude tapped out twice. My nigga, you won. You got it. Now the girl is telling the uh, and the, and the the firefighter is choking him out, and he's telling him like, "Look, let, let me go. I can't breathe the whole nine yards." The girl has his a gun. girlfriend. Yeah, the, his girlfriend of the twenty three old has a gun. Extendo stuck out. She don't want to shoot the nigga. He she keep telling him, "Please stop. Please stop. stop. You're killing him. You're killing him." He, she's scared. She don't want to do. She yells, "I got my kids in the car." Like yo, you you. She killed that man. Shot that nigga. He's dead. She killed him. And she got off. Scott Scott free. Broad daylight. Literally. Yo, in the story, they threw a spin on it. And I I, I just fell victim to it because I don't know the gentleman's name. But they just keep saying he's a firefighter. Like, this matters. You, my friend, should have kept your hands to yourself and minded your fucking business. If if me and the cashier is having a conversation, you don't like how I'm talking to the cashier. I get that, but no, at no point should you ever put your hands on me or approach this situation. Also, you trying to get the you get the best of somebody, my nigga. You won. You choking him out. You trying to kill him. Was he wait? I don't know if in his mindset he was trying to wait till the police came. Or, That's not your job. No, no, I'm not saying that 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 but justifies it at all. I'm just like when that girl, he's he clearly down. You got him. You won. Got him in a chokehold. You're on his back. You're much bigger than him as well, by yeah. the way. Right? She's telling you, get off of him. You're killing him. Leave him alone. She got a gun in her hand the whole fucking time. He thought, you ain't going to do shit with that until your ass got killed. Yep. I don't feel sorry for him. What is what is that mathematical equation? The more you fuck around, the, fuck more, the more you find out. Now, when I say I don't feel sorry for him, I don't like anybody losing their life like that. But, fam, the signs was all there. She did not want to do that. She cl- watching that. She clearly did not want to do that. But you can definitely use your CPL to defend others. And I can tell that's, that was his gun and not hers. Because yeah. she not carrying no fucking extendo. <laughs> got the extendo clip on a nine. <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, she she screaming, having her hands. Like, she looks scared the whole time. Like, please get off of him. Like, at this point, it's defensive. He, my man probably seen her with the gun. He Shoot him. <laughs> He probably seen his lady holding that gun like, baby, shoot him. Get this motherfucker the fuck off of me. Man, I, I shout out to that 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 uh that young black queen uh for protecting her man. And uh I hope protecting her family. That's a fact. Her fucking family. 
like, yo, le- oh, this sense of entitlement, this, the, like, what are you doing? You know, the, the Lord know my heart and he know his child because he always keep me away from caring type situations. Cause I just be thinking in my heart, like, Lord, if something like this happened with me, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to fucking lose it. I'm going to lose it. Like if you walked up into a situation and you see my man choking another man out and his girl and letting him know like, hey, get off of him. You're killing him. Like, what do you do in that situation? What would you do? If I would have witnessed this shit? Yeah. I probably would have tried to get that white man off off that young brother. Just get get off. Of, it's done with, fam. And I don't need to interject myself and make the like, look, dog, it's done with. Get off of him. You 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 got it, champ. Yeah. Like at this point, what is, what else you want to do? And he he called her a bitch. You roughed him up a little bit. Allegedly. Allegedly, you roughed him up a little bit. All is well. Everybody learned a lesson today. And that's it. But you you can't you can't extend your brand of street justice and not expect no repercussions because not every we're not all playing with the same rule book. That's a fact. <laughs> the the playing field is not level. Not everybody playing the same way. And some people will fuck you to fuck up. Like you that, don't you don't know strangers. That you made that woman kill you. She gonna be terrified of that shit. She gonna be having. She had to take the life of another human being because you were attempting. Whether you consciously or unconsciously, you about to kill this man in front of his baby because they was right in front of the car that they drove there in. So it's not just her life that's been affected. It's her, him, the man's life that she took, her kids, her. And, and this nigga, all, he's he's clearly crazy because I got a gun telling you to get off and you keep choking him out. What happens if when you, you kill him? What you going to come for me next? I don't know. You're not you're not thinking logically right now. She was close range. She could she probably could have shot her man and had shit gone the wrong way. Yeah. So. I didn't watch all the way up until the gunshot because I would assume she probably had to get really close. She probably had to blow that nigga like. Oh, man. She was about as close as me and you. And but they was he was tussling. She was on top. So like she probably had to like, you know, get this. My last warning. Get off of him. He looked back like. This nigga. All right. Wow, for the for the double the, the double negative usage. No, that was ER. That was hard ER. That wasn't that wasn't an A. And I said that one on purpose. Like, hey, you got to you play stupid games, you win stupid. Not everybody is playing with the same deck. Not everybody playing the same game. And you don't fuck with strangers. People don't give a fuck about how you feel or how you view something. Man, I watched a clip earlier this week too. Uh, white on white violence this time. Um, so it was at a intersection. It was some road rage shit, and two dudes got out. One of them happened to be an off duty cop, and the other one, uh, the off duty cop was being an asshole. He he failed the other dude, cut him off, or he did. He thought the other dude was wrong, and he wouldn't just let him go. He wanted to pull up and start talking shit and everything. And it was like, all right, nigga, go on. Basically, like, go on. ring that bell. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, go on. Basically. And he wouldn't go, and he kept appro- he kept like approaching him. So dude had a little pocket knife. He took his pocket knife out, pocket knife out, pocket knife out. Then the other guy, who apparently is an off-duty police officer, he takes out a gun. Get on the ground! I didn't notice he was a police. Get on the ground! Put your hands up! 
I'm like, fam, you following him. Now, I mean, he in this apartment complex that you don't live in. He's walking by. He, now you got him on the gown spread out like, fam, you got it already. What you want to do now? Are, are you about to shoot me? What you about to wait for the police? Like, what are you doing? I, I, I don't understand. What's the next logical move? Then he called his mom out there, the dude who's got the gun. Play. Like, mom, <laughs> his mom come out. His mom gets in front of the dude with the gun. And we're like, you, you're going to have to shoot me first. Whoa, whoa, no, he's trying to get away. From what? The crime of cutting people off. The crime of being inconsiderate. And being my man, inconvenient. And my man say, look, you speeding through here and it's a 35 mile hour zone. Technically, you wrong. But I flipped you off because you speeding. Like, you don't even live here. We in an apartment complex. Like, you driving too fast. They arguing, but like, fam, this not your responsibility. Trying to get away. Get away from what? No crime has been committed. This nigga sir. take the gun off, and he want, he literally telling him to put your hands down, put your get on the ground, spread them. Like what, nigga? No, I don't know that you're a police officer, and no, I'm not getting on the ground and spreading them. What are you talking? No, like you about to execution style me? Fuck it, I must die on my knees. I mean, I'm gonna die on my my feet. I almost never again. I'll just say that. Okay. I've accepted my, my, my fate at one time. I just got on the ground, turned my head, like, all right, fuck it, it's about to happen. Never again. That's 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 fair. Should this, be standing up, my nigga. What I get the off duty police officer shit, but like what the fuck make you think that like But you knowing that you're an off duty police officer Show some fucking responsibility. Or knowing that you uh, uh a person who has a CCW, fam, you got you have a higher burden of responsibility. Right. You can't engage in an argument or a fight when you know you have a weapon to defend yourself with. Because after I engage, I'm like, uh-uh, self-defense. No, my nigga. <laughs> you're you supposed to defuse first. You're supposed to get the fuck home. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you think he did something wrong, call the police. Call your mans in them. But you just can't. You out here in the fucking suburbs. Pulling your pistol out on in broad daylight in the grass, trying to get somebody to spread them. What? So what's gonna happen? Oh, he pulled a knife out on me because you a crazy man who got out your car and followed me, me home. <laughs> followed me home, and you're approaching me aggressively. Like I say, leave me alone. You step forward. <laughs> yes, I took my knife out because you're a crazy man. Like God damn. And had you been close enough, we'd be having this conversation with blood dripping out of your ass. Yo. What's wrong with people, man? Because everybody, everybody feels that they can, they can police shit themselves. Motherfuckers feel like do they, really they the to top police? authority and shit. Do we, do, do we really need the police to handle everything? Because I think that, like, fam, call the police. <laughs> like, because, because listen, I know they be like, yo, the police ain't following protocol. We, we for sure not following protocol. <laughs> there is no protocol. <laughs> there is no protocol. All these rules, these unwritten rules that we got, they're fake. Rip them up. They don't exist because niggas out there playing with their own set of It's like when you go over somebody's house and they playing either Monopoly or Uno. You really need to ask how y'all play. Facts, because Uno <laughs> is wilding. I be seeing their Twitter account. Niggas talking about, yo, that's not, that's not a thing. Yes, the fuck it is. <laughs> House rules, my nigga. That, so you need to ask. You need to ask how how do niggas play Uno? How y'all pl- how y'all playing? Uh, when you walk in somebody, house, how y'all playing spades? Y'all keep the jokers in. Side note: this is this is a thing that kind of pees me, and some for sometimes I understand it. Uh, but you walk in some house, yeah, you gotta take your shoes off. If you don't got white carpet, that's clean. I don't. You, I don't, you, you gotta respect. You gotta respect that rule. I do. House. But nigga. I, 
don't live here. I'm not comfortable walking around here with no socks. I mean, but just my socks on. I don't know what the. F- I don't know. I don't know how you live in here. <laughs> like, I'm not that comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Especially if it's a stranger house. I'm not that comfortable. I may got to get the fuck on really quickly. And then, I, then, then that's a choice. That's your choice. You know I mean? That's your choice. But it, it's house rules. So let me figure out what the. Ho- oh, all right, man. I'll be back, dog. <laughs> like, I, I don't. I got a I got a partner of mine that's like that, but he got disposable flip flops by the door. That's res- and I can like I that. can respect it. But like yo, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what y'all be doing over here. Like, I don't know how. Like, like looking at looking at this floor, I should probably keep my boots yeah, on. Yeah, this old nasty ass carpet. I don't want to fuck my good white socks up. Your carpet moist. <laughs> if you got some white carpet and some nice shit around here, I'm like, all right, I can respect that. But if you just, oh, that's just the rule. If you don't get the fuck, my mama had white carpet. She had one I room in particular it. that had white carpet. And let me tell you, motherfucker, you only in that room for two reasons. Cause you the fuck in trouble, or we celebrating some shit. Now, if it's snow outside, I got hardwood floors everywhere. Take your shoes Take off. Take your boots off. So you don't track- put them on the mats yeah. by the fucking door. I don't want you to track mud and water all through the crib and shit. Like it gotta be a reason, not just because. Nah, that's just how it's we house do rules, and that's how, that's what niggas play by. They play by they house rules. That's a fact. And guess what? The rules of this motherfucker change as the wind blow. Because one day I may not give a fuck, but you catch me on a wrong Thursday, <laughs> I give a fuck. That's a fact. <laughs> in the worst way. I mean, so when my dog come in, he got to wipe his feet off. Like You know what I'm saying? From the Like, yo, I, I hate to fucking wintertime with a dog. Okay. The hardwood floor. And now, ooh, if I had carpet everywhere, oh, I would fucking hate it. It's a little filthy ass paw. So we got to stop at the door and I got to, now I have a fucking, um, a oh, towel. towel. <laughs> you got to wipe your feet off and shit. You get a little paw prints and shit everywhere. Like, come on, man. I just mopped this fucking flow. This swiffer wet jetted this shit and here you want to come. wet jetted. Yeah. Uh, all right. So listen. Did you get a chance to watch the Candace Owens doc? I watched some of it. I didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing. All right. The greatest lie ever sold is the name of the doc. Um, and I understand that people don't fuck with Candace, right? Yeah. Hate that bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just didn't understand her. I, I didn't understand some of the wild statements. I'm not saying I'm the biggest fan, but I can see, you know, I can see why she has an audience. Let me say that. Um, so I watched the doc. Um, and Kanye watched the doc. He's at the grand, the, the premiere. Um, and in the doc, it examines some information. Now, Kanye caught flack um, because he referenced on Drink Champs, um, George Floyd said he had fentanyl in his body and the cop knee wasn't really on his neck like that. Those are the two comments that he mentioned. Right. And that's why his, his child's mother wanted to sue for $250 million. Um, I know y'all didn't watch the documentary because it's on daily wire plus you probably don't know what daily wire plus is and you probably don't pay for a subscription for it. So I'm fairly sure now there are some clips floating around or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my hands on a copy of it. It was on YouTube for a high second when they snatched it, but I steal everything off of YouTube. I got the three hour Kanye, uh, drink chance pod as well. But, um, I sent it to a couple of people cause I know what I thought but I wanted to hear what like other people thought when they look at information. Do you look? 
Is it only uh, this person is saying it, so I don't believe it? Like, so I like to digest just the information. I don't have to agree with the vessel that is. I don't have to like the vessel yeah. personally that is coming from. But just because you don't like someone doesn't negate the truth. Yeah, and doesn't negate facts. Yeah, and while. Personality wise, I'm not a huge fan of Candace Owens, but I understand truth and facts and I can digest information as it's being pr presented, regardless of who's presenting it to me. Yeah, I can digest the information. Well, I sent it to a couple of people because I just wanted to know. Like, what do people think when you present it with additional information? Right. Whether you if you whether you view it as true um, shady or whatever it is like how does that view um i think it was episode 227 when um what's your dog name we had uh we did the george floyd not george floyd the brianna taylor episode um was it aunt no nah. damn i can't think of young dog name he was in here with us uh, do the videography. Damn. VC. VC. Violent content. Yeah. And he was on. We went through the the, the Breonna Taylor shit because I was severely pissed when I heard about the Breonna Taylor shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the way it was presented to me, you know, police ran into the wrong home. They shot her while she was sleeping in her bed. Um, The whole nine yards. I'm like, yo, this fucking wow. And I was angry. And then I looked and there was a little bit more information. And we played some audio from her boyfriend and everything. We found out that there was knocks at the door. Her boyfriend out of his own mouth said, I thought it was her ex-boyfriend at the door. I shot first. I dropped down on all four and crawled in another room. That's when, she, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was more information and I have, I hold a different opinion in that. You know what I'm saying? Because after new information. Because once you have, yeah, once you have the information, the truth isn't as muddled as it was when you didn't have artifacts. You know what I'm saying? So it, the way I was presented the information makes me feel a certain way. And then when I look more, I'm like, okay, well now I understand how things happen with the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. When that unfolded, the, it was brought to my attention that a white boy with a gun went to a black lives matter rally and shot some black people. That's how they was presented to me. Right. And a lot of people till this day, thinks that's what happened what no black people shot by the way and i watched the video of everything that happened how he was chased down in the alley and tripped someone literally took a gun out and shot at him tried to hit him in the head with a skateboard and he shot in self-defense it is what it is debate your mama i've seen it with my own eyes i literally seen it with my own eyes debate whoever you want to debate but you can't you can't defeat that why was he there in the first place? Why was everybody? What was anybody there? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? If he don't need, if he didn't need to be there, the protesters didn't need to be there either. You feel me? No, no, it makes he sense. He didn't even live there. Did Trayvon live in the neighborhood he got killed in? No, he was there visiting his father, right? And that little white boy was there in his father's neighborhood. So, oh, he don't need to be there. Well, then why the fuck was Trayvon Martin over in there? Because his parents was living. It's the same situation, right? Right. In those, in that, in that very specific I mean, it's nuances exactly. and everything, right. but, you know, if you just break down the, the situation yeah. itself at its core, yes. But the way it was presented, and then after new information came out, I'm like, hey, this is different. So, in this documentary, 
It started off with George Floyd and then it got into BLM. Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> Yo, Black Lives Matter. Disgusting. You know, after we talked about Black Lives Matter last week. Yeah. And you had me pull up their website and I read some shit on air, which prompted me to go back and just like kind of peruse the website. Black Lives Matter is nothing but a front. It's a three word statement. They support anything other than black lives. So um, I said on the pod a few years ago when Mike Brown got killed, I started following a bunch of people on the ground in the St. Louis area. Right. I remember that. And I still follow some of them today. The original person who started Black Lives Matter. A black man, the original person, was found shot to death and his body set on fire, by the way. Um, and a lot of the people who um, started the original movement uh, after Mike Brown were all murdered. They all, Well, let me rephrase that. They all died mysteriously within six months after the event. Right. But the, the Black Lives Matter been around since 2012 as an official organization. And... What they doing over there is disgusting. Like I, I'm there. There's no other way for me to even. It's disgusting. <laughs> but the George Floyd shit. I said on the pod a few years ago. I watched like an entire video. I didn't have the sound, but I watched an entire video, and I remember them putting George in the car, and then they taking him out and sitting him on the ground. And I was like, why they do that? Like you already had him in the car. Why would y'all take him out? This shit could, this was before Derek Chauvin was even there. I'm like, this whole, something fishy was going on because y'all already had him in the car. Why did y'all take him out and send him down? I didn't understand that. Some, so some fishy happened. And I seen a video, the, the famous video, uh, the cell phone footage of right in front of the car and, you know, his lifeless body right there. And like, it's like, yo, I seen it. With my own eyes. Right. Did I, so I thought, right? <sighs> so body cam footage and audio that was played during the trial, by the way. The public trial that was broadcast on YouTube and all the court TVs and everything or whatever. I tapped into some of it, but like working like a job and shit like that. I couldn't watch the whole thing. Which is still on YouTube still, by okay. the way. So he was saying that he couldn't breathe before anything happened. While they was putting him in um, the car, he said, I'm claustrophobic. Take me out and sit me on the ground. His words. What I didn't know at the time is let's go back a little further. So he go into the liquor store, him and his drug dealer who was with him in the car. They try to pass some some money and the person was like yo this shit fake um gave it back to him and they got the fuck on they went outside they then went down the street to like a, another spot and passed the fake money off right and that's when they called the police police didn't come for 45 minutes he was still sitting out front um was also heard on the footage is him telling the police i ate too many drugs they also found chewed up fentanyl pills or pills with fentanyl in it with his DNA on him and dropped in the car. Uh, 
he had, I guess like 0.4 or 0.03 is enough to like to kill some on the tip of a ball point pin is enough to kill somebody or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. He had like 0.11 in his system. He had an enlarged heart and I, I, I don't remember the name of the chemical or what have you, but he was exhibiting symptoms of an overdose or what happens to you when you, when the police come and you shove a bunch of pills <laughs> down your throat. Um, it did not help that he's wrestling with the police, um, getting his blood pressure and everything up or whatever. That don't help. But what really fucked it up, well, what just brings certain things into question is they showed the body cam footage of the police officers around Derek Chauvin and from Derek Chauvin, and they show where his knee at. Now, we watch football, right? I'm about to use an analogy. Uh-huh. I'm not switching the subject. When you see a play and they be like, out of bounds or some shit like that. You're like, hell, fuck no. I mean, that nigga feet was in bounds. And then they do the little thing with the camera and be like, oh, shit. The nigga foot is actually out of bounds. It depends on the angle. It depends on the angle. So I, they know sh- you, I see where you're going with this. Um, so they showed the camera angle from behind the famous footage. And what it looks like from the video is that his knee was on his left shoulder. But from the front, it looks like neck. Watch it for yourself. I don't care. I say that to say this not trying to tell you. Um, I say that to say what Kanye said that everybody got on his head about was he said there was fentanyl in his system. And the cop wasn't knee wasn't on his neck like that. Those are two factual statements from actual video evidence. So for people want to cancel him for that, because those are two things he said. Facts don't matter when it comes to Nick to when it comes to nigga theory. Facts don't matter. Now, do I think that George Floyd still needed to be restrained when he's in handcuffs and face down on the ground? No. I don't know that you need a knee on your back, neck or otherwise. You feel me? I don't think you're going nowhere. He's a big dude for sure. He's six, 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 seven. But I think you pretty much straight when I got you with your hands behind your back in cubs face down, stomach down on the ground. I don't know that you need anything on you because I don't think you're going nowhere. Me personally. Right. So I'm not trying to say that. I just, I don't know that you need, I don't think that you need any kind of restraint. Now watch the documentary. It's one part I forward, fast forward to because I didn't want to hear the shit. I didn't. She, you know, was explaining how good of a person Chauvin was. Have his friends in there. I don't give a fuck about that nigga, dog. In real life, and I don't want to. This sound crazy. I don't want to hear you humanize him. <laughs> nah, that, that I'm fine with that. You feel I'm me? I'm fine with that. Though he is a human, respect, and he got a life and a family and shit like that. I have my own opinion, and I'm comfortable with yeah. it at this point. Even if I don't have a, I just don't want it. I didn't want to hear it. I'm not. I'm not at that evolved place right now. Okay. And I hate that they use that conveniently to make people look like to to soften the image of what they've done because they only do that when the suspect or the perpetrator is white. When it's a black or brown person, they never they don't they don't highlight those same positives, Jason. They just don't. Who was they? The media. Well, this this Candace Owens. Okay, it's a black woman who did this shit on her own. So, and she's basically saying the media wants you to have a particular narrative specifically, and they painted George Floyd as a saint and as an angel. 
You feel me? And three years ago, he broke into a woman's house pretending that allegedly, well, it's on his record, uh, and beat a woman up, pregnant, put a gun to her stomach, the whole nine yards. So to some people, it's like, yo, um, I get that this situation, how I look on the surface, but why y'all propping him up as if he's like some sort of a saint? Because it's the exact opposite in right. this situation. Because normally you, they'll make the, the black guy look like a, a a thug and a villain. But with this one, everybody in the media painting a different picture. And I and she was but calling. But we had never seen a cop kill somebody on camera like that. I understand. We have. But I understand. The one in Detroit, yeah. But this is Eric Garner. We seen the cops kill that nigga. You're too. right. You're that right. That man too. Oh, we just seen cops kill people on camera a lot. We seen a cop shoot a nigga in the back nine times in South Carolina. You know what I think though? It and then plant a gun. It was just a powder keg of all those emotions. Yeah, us being sure. inside the house with a pandemic. Like it was just a lot going on. And that was just that was just the tipping point of shit. That's all. Yeah. But what I want to stress is I'm not trying to change your mind. Whether if Derek Chauvin was responsible for his death, I'm not trying to change your mind from that. But the two things that y'all got mad at Kanye for saying specifically were testified to in court by the police chiefs and the medical examiners. You know what else the medical examiner said? He said, looking at his vitals, his heart, the fact that he had fitting on everything in the system. If I didn't know that this was via, if I didn't know that he was arrested and this happened, I would rule this a fentanyl overdose. Do you recall describing the level of fentanyl as a fatal level of fentanyl? I recall describing it in other circumstances. It would be a fatal level, yes, in other circumstances. Had Mr. Floyd been home alone in his locked residence with no evidence of trauma, and the only autopsy finding was that fentanyl level, then yes, I would certify his death as due to fentanyl toxicity. Like, huh? So why you, like what? This is what he said specifically on the stand. Words, video, him. Indisputable. If, if I didn't know this circumstance, I would rule this death a certain way. Fam, it's the, it is what it is. If, that's weird to me. I'll just say that. Okay. I'll just say it's weird to me. But like we shouldn't cancel someone for stating two actual verifiable facts. Now, did he have fentanyl in his system? Yes. Did he tell the police officers that he swallowed too many drugs? Yes. Did he tell them that I can't breathe before the other officers even got there and he was laid down. Yes. Were there chewed up pills with his DNA on them? Yes. Was he still in the car with the nigga who sold him drugs? Yes. All, all those things factor into why that man. More than one thing can be true. Yeah. All those things factor into why he passed. But what I don't like and I think it's very dangerous is when someone says something that you don't agree with, you don't understand why they saying, or you don't have enough knowledge or the knowledge of for me to, we not, we cancel them out. He's crazy. We all see. And then everything starts snowballing. 
So those two statements he met, he said were true. It, it 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 just is what it is. Yeah. All the footage is out. The different angles, like this is for this to be so much of a public trial, and there's this is the information age. How do how do we how do the most the average person don't have the same information? When it's literally all available on YouTube of all places. <laughs> the average person doesn't have it because they have to go looking for it and it wasn't presented to them on, on a silver platter or given a flashy title on the Instagram, Twitter, TikTok for them to go directly to. If it caught if it makes you have to work. And we just said earlier, niggas don't want to work. And it applies to working for information also. Niggas just don't want to look for it. So listen. I got the video of this documentary. Message me if you want to if you want me to send you a link to it and watch it for yourself. And after you watch it, don't take everything as fact because it was just said in the documentary. Go look for the full videos yourself. And tell me if those two things that Kanye said that he's trying to be sued for $250 million for, if those two things are factually true. That's it. I'm not trying to change your mind on what happened or think that Derek Chauvin should be released out of prison and it's all George Ford fight. None of that. What I'm saying is and because it's factually true. That's the reason Kanye West is not going to have to pay this woman. But two hundred and fifty. But that's the reason he said it, though, because it is true and you shouldn't run from the truth. Multiple things can be true at the same time. Right. So Absolutely. If, if 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 the police come in. And I swallow a whole bunch of motherfucking pills and that's already dangerous and poisonous. And my heart rate get to get to going because I'm tussling with police because quite literally I am. I'm, I'm on drugs. I'm on drugs and I'm quite literally resisting the rest. And my heart rate is up. And then I, I all that shit plays a part into it. Yeah. It don't mean that Chauvin, though, everybody was around him looking at him dead in his face telling you, yo, get your knee off of him. And he looking at them and he still didn't do it. Then you got an opportunity. He's not going nowhere. You can still take your fucking knee off his back if it was on his back. You feel me? Yeah. You don't have to do that. He's not going nowhere. Y'all got him surrounded. So his big ass about to get up. Like, fam, you are not getting up without moving your hands. When you face down on your belly. You're not getting up without moving your legs. Like, you're gonna have to- you know what I'm saying? You don't, he don't, we don't have to, we, we don't have to do that. He's not a threat to nobody else. So this not a pass. For Chauvin, I didn't want. I didn't want. I skip and fast forward the portion of y'all was trying to humanize him, getting his friends and talk to him. The whole, I don't want to hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. I'm not that evolved yet. You feel me? I'm not that evolved yet. But what he what Kanye said was true, like factually true, like a, so true. Like so, we talk the truth about don't matter to niggas. But we talk about cognitive dissonance, right? When we with the shit that benefit us, we'd be like, "Y'all, oh, that's caught in the distance." Da, 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 da. Fam, you can't take new information, visual, audio, evidence from the actual people involved, live at the time it happened, and act like it don't exist. It, it, it doesn't exist because it doesn't it doesn't benefit my argument. I'm glad that you brought up that term cognitive cognitive. Dissonance because one of our listeners, my homegirl Ashley, reached out to me when I was saying retard the other week, and she's like, They don't call it retard no more. Cognitive, cognitive dissonance is what they call it. Call what? 
We don't call people retards no more. Hold on. She sent me. She DM me. Shout out to Ashley. I love her. First person to pop up. And the clinical t- retard is no longer a clinical term. Cognitively impaired is now what is what's used. Mm. My bad, Ashley. I fucked it up again. But shout out to you. She's smart. Yeah. A lot of people are cognitively impaired. impaired. And when I shit, when niggas start drinking some liquor, you are cognitively impaired. Nigga, when I get high. For sure. <laughs> I'm definitely impaired. But, you know, us just. Like I said last week, it's a dangerous and slippery slope when we start ostracizing people in society because we don't agree with what they said. What we should say or ask a question is, why did you say that? Give me more. You know, you and Ant talked about it this week on This Week in Culture. When you start banning, even if you don't agree with it, when you start banning a sitting president <laughs> from saying what he wants to on a social media platform, we are going in the wrong direction because today it's Trump. Tomorrow is Kanye. Thursday of next week, it's going to be your ass. And this, just, week, this week it was Killer Mike. Because guess what? Killer Mike, who's been strong with Bernie Sanders in the Democratic Party, the whole nine yards, say, I'm supporting Kemp for governor and not Stacey Abrams. And everybody turned on him. I thought y'all loved this nigga. You only love him when, when he followed a herd. Y'all, if a black man think for himself, he publicly enemy number one. Me personally, Jason Johnson, if I lived in, in 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 Georgia, I would not vote for Stacey Abrams. She told me very specifically, I don't think you should have an AR-15. I'm coming for all of your weapons. She also alluded to if we want to stop inflation, we should kill more babies this week. That was that was she not, didn't allude to it. She that wasn't bait. her exact quote, but they were talking. <laughs> it was about, very direct. It was very direct. That's fu- that's fucking insane to me. It's insane to me. Oh, how we stopping baby? How we stop inflation? Well, we, we'll Population get, control. We give we have stop these women from having babies. That's fucking crazy to me. I personally would not put my vote of support behind that. I wouldn't. I watched the why because I'm I just I care. I watched the governor debate between Kemp, um. Stacey Abrams and then the third party guest was from a, which was a libertarian. Now, on every video on YouTube, they just got two candidates up there. There's three candidates up there, my nigga. That's, that's the how Democratic, they always do it. I'm talking about even on the video. Um, we don't want to hear artwork, that green thinking. The artwork. And, yo, old Kemp was really taking a tour. She kept saying that, you know, you doing all this shit to stop black people from voting and this and this. He was like, well more black people after I did these illegal, the things that make that say black people shouldn't vote here. We had a bigger Hispanic and black turnout than ever before. Like everything that you keep saying I'm doing to now you can argue what they doing in spite of sure. Who knows? Whatever. But I actually, he was like, nigga, I actually uh, set the program up where people can register to vote online. Like I did that. So like, when she lost that four years ago, she ran a campaign that she really won, but she lost by like a big margin. Yeah. And they was asking her like, yo, if you, if you, if you lose again, will you accept it? 
You do not say yes. <laughs> <laughs> niggas don't want to concede. Niggas, niggas can't admit. Niggas hate losing. I don't want to. That's lead. another niggaism. Niggas hate losing. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to lead it like that. If you take an L, take an L, my nigga, and take it bow gracefully. You just seen. You see, Andre Darrell got knocked out last week. Yeah. He gave a uh, what the fuck did that say? Oh, he gave um he gave respect. You know what I'm saying? I caught one. All respect due to him. He got he shit. Better man won. <laughs> That's all you can do. You take a L, you take a L. We don't we don't live we don't live in a day and age where L's are where L's are broadcasted. The I- niggas only want niggas only want to show the wins. The idea that if you do not support a Democratic candidate or just the woman because she black, then you are an agent and you working for the devil or some shit. Like, fam, when did we <laughs> Y'all been loving this nigga for the last eight years? It's because Killer Mike not thinking with the herd. He not doing what everybody want. When you stop doing what people want you to do and think for yourself, think on your own, move independently, think independently, nigga, you are wrong. He laid out some things he think that it should work on. For the- How many people tell us we wrong week in and week out? The damn like our opinions and our views and shit. It don't matter. It don't matter. I'm still going to be here giving them like I don't have to move and think as you like. And that's that's the beauty of life, that we can all think differently. We can all have our own approach. We can all do what we see, do and follow what we feel is best. I have no problem with a nigga thinking outside the box. And what's so funny is like people will reach out and tell me their opinion. Or say they disagree with mine and don't have an opinion as if I think yours are great. I don't. You can't even tell me why you believe what you believe. At the very least, I know why I believe everything that I believe. Right, wrong, or indifferent, why do you believe it that way? Especially, I see some of the wild shit that some of y'all do in real life, and you want to don't. <laughs> some of that shit be wild as fuck. A lot of it, not some of it. Like, I see what happens in real life, and I don't agree with <laughs> your whole life. <laughs> a, lot of y'all do, a lot of y'all doing powder, and I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you're doing powder. It's just, it's just wild to me, dog. I gotta run to the restroom, dog. I'm dying. All right. In other news, I got my iPhone 14 Pro Max yesterday. Congratulations. And, uh, and I feel really good about it. I ain't had a new phone in two years. And, uh, y'all, this shit just, it's just, a new phone is just crispy. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I, I, I'm really happy. I almost recorded the podcast today on this phone because the cinematic. Show niggas that it could be done. Man, you should see all the videos and shit. Next week, I'm recording this shit. Okay. Um, on the phone, cause <laughs> why the fuck not? You feel me? Um, anything else crazy happened this week? Crazy? About- oh, I got banned from Twitter again. I'm 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 suspended for a week. What'd you say? Uh, so there was like somebody doing a question thread, like which which historical moment uh 
uh, or something like, do you wish you could have been there to change? Yeah. And I said, we should have started killing the whites when we seen them pull up on the coast. Yeah, you can't say shit like that. <laughs> but I can show me fist in a midget. That's funny. Yeah. All the way to the elbow. Yeah. Um the 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 audacity that Twitter has to to limit what people can say because it's offensive and allowing full blown porn on the on the on the site is crazy. Because anybody can access this information. Full blown porn. I can pull up my I can pull Gang up my bangs. feed at any moment and see see a lot of filthy shit on my timeline. Some of it I enjoy. Some of it is I don't enjoy. Yeah. But at any given moment I can see fucking. But I said, you know, we should have killed the whites and they pulled up on the shores. And uh yep. Uh so by the time you hear this, if you say something to me on Twitter and I don't respond back, it's cool. I get back to you next Thursday. Um hopefully. I gotta figure a different way out that uh I don't like this I don't like people having this much control over over what I can say what, what free thought and free speech is you know what I'm saying because everybody I think everybody is entitled to their opinion and entitled to their speech even if I don't like it because I don't have to listen to it All right I agree you know what I'm saying I don't have to get on Twitter like bullying online. Nigga, that is a voluntary act. <laughs> <laughs> don't tur- turn your turn your mentions off. You feel me? Or like, don't look at it. Or like, you know, like the, I, I I see something popping. I I get in, throw my shit in, and then I turn off mentions for that particular post. Niggas be talking to me all day. Never saw it. Sorry. Or I respond TLDR. Too long. Didn't read. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's how I should start responding to text messages. TLDR. For real, too long didn't read. Uh, sorry, can't do it. Uh, listen, I, I got a whose man's is this this week? Okay, unfucking believable. On the ideal of free speech, if you if there was a radio disc jockey that you think initially pushed the line and made it quote-unquote, a safe place to be a shock jock, who would you think that person is? You could argue, like, on on the urban space or just overall? In general. Probably Howard Stern. That's exactly who I want to talk about. This nigga compares Kanye West to Hitler and said, we need to do something about him and the way he speaks. Nigga, what? You? You want to police what Kanye's saying? And you comparing him to Hitler? Like, oh, my fuck. The king of raunchiness and of saying literally nigger and nigga on TV, on radio, terrestrial, the whole nine yards. You want to police somebody else's speech? But you know why that is, though. He's he's been he's a part of a group that he feels Kanye disrespected. So now, because I'm a big name in this, I want to remove a person from the public speaking realm. I'm not letting you do that, my nigga. No. Howard Is, is that like his obligation as a member of that community? A member of particular communities, if you say anything in and around us, we coming for it. Yeah. But <laughs> he said he liked Hitler. 
He's nothing like Hitler. He hasn't committed mass genocide of his. Oh man, come on, dog. <laughs> come on, man. I I get where you're trying to go with the analogy, but but no, right is right, wrong is wrong, and that that analogy is wrong. <laughs> he wanted he. We need to do something about him. He said he should be arrested. On, on what charges, Howard? Howard Stern. On <laughs> what charges? Come on, my G. Because whatever they picking Kanye West up when it comes from speaking, nigga, you. <laughs> we still in the statute of limitation for some of that this, shit you've been saying. This like we coming to get you too. Jock, you all are fruit of the tree of you. You did this. You did this. You had a first. You had the. You had a video podcast. Your your radio show was on E every day. Like that was the Breakfast Club before the Breakfast yeah, Club. Yeah, it was. Like you are the starter of this. When they, what, I what, fathered this. You, what do they call Charlemagne? A black Howard Stern. Howard Stern when he first came out. Nah, you, you, you did this. How quickly we forget. You, we should arrest him. How quickly what? we forget. Because I'm not that anymore. So I can look down on it. Well, I'm not I, that anymore. I tell you, dog. <laughs> this is <laughs> pot meat kettle. <laughs> Ain't that the pot calling a kettle a nigga? A nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's the name of this episode. Ain't that the, a pot calling a kettle a nigga? Dog, that's crazy. Mm, I don't like Howard Stern. I used to, when I was younger, it was like taboo and he'll say some wild shit. In real life, he just had all the porn stars and strippers on the show, so it was cool. But he really made fun. Of, of everybody Black people All the black people anybody, on the show He made fun of anybody that was different And not in his room for the show And sometimes he make fun of niggas on the show Yeah for sure His The black woman that held him down for all those fucking years Treated her wrong Yeah uh, Beetlejuice Ugly nigga You know what I'm saying He, he exploited him 100% He exploited Beetlejuice 100% And we weren't laughing with him We were laughing at, at him. him That's a fact yeah. We, we exploited he exploited Beatles. He should be charged him. with something. Man, I beat your weak ass. <laughs> <Anyhow>. um, <laughs> Got a music pick of the week. Yeah. Um, Jeezy and DJ Drama dropped their project, Snowfall. Jeezy is in town right now, Royal Oak Music Theater, doing the B Size concert. Mm -hmm. I think Verge down there. All right. Shout out to Verge. I wonder what songs he's going to drop. I wonder what surprises he's going to have in store tonight being in Detroit. Payroll got to come out for something. A B side for sure. Yeah, for sure. payroll got to come out for something. He got a song with Big Sean, like a B a B yeah. side. Big Sean and payroll, matter of fact. Yeah, off the Detroit project. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing off footage of that tomorrow. Matter of fact, that project and uh, what was it? Big Sean's second album that didn't get as much love. Yeah, uh, payroll was on there, body and shit, low key. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even be mad. To What's the Jeezy B side? record air forces because it's not it's not a radio song but it's big in the streets well, be my, my air forces. yeah i think that's one of his hits though because all that shit is in the streets <laughs> but what's one of them songs that people fuck with but wasn't like in the clubs because air forces was 100 in strip clubs in the clubs that's 100 way too gone I'm way too gone. What the fuck am I doing? Yeah, that Wake could be the morning. morning. Who, Who the fuck, fuck am I screwing? screwing? That could yeah, be I a Jeezy B side. side. For sure, for sure. Um, four, four, four tours pull up. Everybody run. Yeah. But so that, damn everything on this first album is kind of like not B side, though. You just got to go deep 
deeper into some of them records. May, maybe pull out some uh, some remixes. Mm. Anywho, some what, boys in the hood shit. What's this record? My accountant off of the new project Snowfall. Cash low, drop a hole, bring a half back. Whole kitchen fume, where your mask at? Celine sweats and some marijuana's. ARs with the big drums. One time for the rich shooters. Got more change than the jewelers. Alright. So that's my music pick of the week. Jeezy, my accountant off of the Snowfall Project with him, DJ Drama. That's just a good combination. Jeezy and DJ Drama. It works. Do you think DJ Drama name being attached to projects mean anything anymore? No. Because he who, he just released a project with somebody. He released another one today with Snoop Dogg. I still got it. Simba album. Yeah. I didn't want I I damn near hated every time he talked. That's not I like DJ Drama on Tyler the Creator's album. I think like the pairing there was good, but like does a gangster grills mixtape Mean something like it did 11 years ago? No. Do your voice, like, I don't understand it. Like, so, because apparently, like, he's not doing it for free. So y'all paid him some money to yeah. do this. Do you think more people are going to listen to this album because his voice is on it? No, I don't think so. I think the air. Or are you paying for his promotion to post on his Instagram, essentially? Like, I don't understand it. I think the era, the era of DJ drama has that whole gangster grills brand is, is we, we've seen it. We've done it. Like, I think if maybe he was to come out with it with a brand new artist and the shit was to kind of like bubble up, then we might feel a little bit different. But the, 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 the thing about the DJs that y'all may not recognize depending on how old you are. Um, the reason that, it was like exclusive or dumb because you couldn't get it nowhere but him. Yeah. Right. And it was a CD in the streets. Yo, you heard that new drum. Like you wouldn't hear this shit wouldn't be on the radio. There ain't no streaming sites. Like the only way that you can get this is if you had the CD. Right. And like it was all funneled through him. Now the music is everywhere. It's free. I got the, both the projects off Apple music. I don't, I don't think the stamp, the brand, it it means the same thing anymore. Like it, it does not, or any DJ. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, don't. I might need the DJ for clubs. Maybe you got a podcast, a satellite radio show. Like that's where the name probably means something more now, as opposed to having a DJ screaming on my record. Yeah, you know, I reached out to one of my favorite DJs in the city. Actually, we got to bring it back on the show. He said he want to come back home because I think McFly. Yeah, I, I think I owe him an ass whooping. Why? What happened? Because he barely beat me in our verses. I owe him one. Yeah. He barely beat me. Yeah. Barely, barely. Yeah. This is not up for debate. But uh, 
I think I had an idea, and I think he's the perfect person to pull it off for Detroit. Okay. Um, and now you know we we chop it up when he bring him on the show and shit. But uh, shout to McFly. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got too, man. Uh, you know what time it is. It is time. Play the benediction off that new two thousand dollar phone. <laughs> hey yo, it's your man Dame three underscores three one three on Instagram, on TikTok, on Twitter. I'll be suspended till next week. I'm not hoeing you. I just can't say nothing back. I can't make no retweets. Can't like nothing. I just can't do shit. But just look at my feed. Look, when you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. It's Shop Talk Podcast, bitch. Book some motherfucking time around this motherfucker. Uh, shout out to y'all. Three hundred. 39 weeks in a row on you hoes. I forgot. I think we forgot to say that at the beginning. Um, but listen, dog. Uh, sometimes new information comes out and it challenges us to, to, to change particular narratives. It don't change everything. But like... Just be open to new, new ideas and new thoughts. Yeah, because like before you knew what you knew now, you... Ain't know nothing. <laughs> like, so... I'm, I'm not mad because before I know what I knew now, I used to be like everybody else and shit. So, yo, black people, black men specifically, think for yourself. Know why you know what you know. Uh, and it is what it is. Uh, fuck Howard Stern um, and fuck everybody else who coming in in the culture and trying to dictate the culture. Um, you ain't got to like what a person say. Respect their right to say it. And say what you need to say back. But when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at bars shop talk podcast studio book some time i'm not saying we the rockefeller podcast oh yeah shout out to jenny her birthday was this week. shout out to jenny um, happy birthday i try to tell her that she only got to the end of the weekend but some people think they birthday the whole month but you feel me after this weekend it's not birthday no more jenny will always have a special place in my heart because she helped save my fucking foot important. <laughs> she helped save my fucking foot. Shout out to Dr. Jenny. Um, I know she's sure. not a doctor, but shout out to Dr. Jenny. She got enough jobs. Uh, anywho, uh, when you see the blue and black, you know you at Shop Talk Podcast, Podcast Studio. Book some time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jane Dane. Hell yeah. Peace.